This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. There will be no more loopholes where airlines can claim a disruption is caused by something outside of their control for a security reason when it's not. And it will no longer be the passenger who will have to prove that he or she is entitled to compensation. All righty, that was uh, Transport Minister Omar Al-Gabra earlier this week. And the saying I get laughed at around here is, uh, the devil's in the details. Because it is. So I want to know, have the uh, liberals actually fixed the passenger bill of rights that they put forward and was riddled with loopholes that favor the airlines? Because uh, the reforms we're being told about now are supposed to put the onus on airlines to uh, show, you know, a flight disruption is actually caused by safety concerns or reasons outside their control. And what they'll do is they'll write up a whole bunch of examples, uh, the Canadian Transportation Agency will, of what passengers will be compensated for and what they won't be. But uh, a lot of the airlines are pushing back saying, well, hold on a second. Not everything is in our control. And so the question becomes, you know, is this actually a fix or another solution in search of problems? Let me bring in in John Gradick. He's the faculty lecturer in academics programs coordinator of supply chain, logistics operations, and integrated aviation management at McGill University. Good to have you, John. Nice to be here again with you. All righty. So we've had a um, couple of days now to, to, to stew in this announcement. Uh, where do you see the good, the bad, and the ugly? <laughs> well, let's start with the ugly. Okay. Um, no, you know, we don't, we, no, there's no detail. As you said, you know, the devil's going to be in the details, and it's really going to be one of trying to figure out what are those limited set of exemptions or exceptions that the minister is talking about that will, in fact, allow the airline to have a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, and I think that, you know, that's going to be the, the, the one key element that's going to allow us to say, you know, are we going for greater bureaucracy and slowing down the process even further? Or are we basically going to try to shift the power, as the minister says, from the airline, from, you know, but from the airlines back to the passenger? And I think that's what we're looking for is that really that shift of accountability and shift of responsibility and the payout for compensation for delayed flights. I think that's what we're not we're not sure exactly what that's going to look like. Yeah, I mean, there are so many variables that come into play here because the airlines on one side, John, we've talked about it. They'll say, well, how how is it, you know, if our pilot doesn't show up or we're short staffed and staffing has been a huge issue, uh, if we can't fly with a complete crew or we've got now a staff that uh, hasn't slept and so there's rules in place of how much time they have to sleep before they turn around and get on a flight, they'll say, well, look, we're short staffed, we can't fly. How is that the airline's fault? Because they could look at the federal government and say, you guys are the ones who approve hiring. You knew we have a shortage. Um, therefore, how is it our fault that we can't take liftoff? Do you want us to break the rules of not necessarily having the proper uh, team in place? So uh, there's a whole bunch of issues that uh, the airlines, I think, could get stuck with. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, you, you know, your argument is typically what the airlines would, would normally say, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back at you saying, you know, the design of the flight schedule that's there to drive the need for these people is the responsibility of airline management. So they're creating their own demand for pilots and flight attendants and the like. They know what the rules are. They know what their schedules are operating. 
And if they're sitting in a situation where, you know, they're short of flight attendant, they're short of flight, they're short of flight crew, uh, you know, it's their responsibility. They built the schedule. And if people don't show up because they're sick or they're short, uh, you know, that's why you have reserves. You know, reserves are a concept that's been around the airline industry since day one. And, you know, those are individuals in the airline industry that are basically sitting there waiting for a call up because something's going wrong. And there's a there's a personnel issue on the airplane. You know, the airlines have basically taken that reserve pool and basically decimated it because, they've, you know, they've lost people and they have, they've built up operating staff that, you know, can build the air, can run the airline, but no reserves. And guess what? It catches up to you eventually. It does. And then they'll look at the government and say, well, you're the ones who sign off on all of this and you make it too hard. I mean, the one thing I think we talked about last time was, you know, a lot of concerns about pilots that they can't afford the schooling. Um, so therefore, people are just not getting into it. Well, the government's known about that for a long time and they're not proactive in getting these changes in place. Um, and then there's all these other changes with the, uh, you know, the discount carriers and there's a lot more competition. So there's a lot of moving parts in this. And, I, and it's not like I, the airline, you know, they don't need me shilling for them. Uh, having said that, it's not necessarily as easy um, as the government kind of throwing it on the airlines because the government does play a bit. This is, this is federal jurisdiction. Yeah, you know, and the minister said he doesn't want to demonize airline business. He doesn't want to dump all over airline employees. The airline employees are working their butts off. You know, pilots, flight attendants, passenger agents, station attendants, all working their butts off, and they're trying to deliver the best service that they can. The problem is really that, you know, the airlines are being very greedy in terms of flying the airplanes that they're flying and offering a flight schedule that really stresses out, you know, the capability of their resources people yeah. to basically operate those planes. And I think, you know, that that is a fundamental issue that, you know, the government wants to stay away from dealing with that issue because the minister says locations, it is not his responsibility to decide the commercial component of an, an airline operation. That's the airline's responsibility. We deregulated the industry 40 years ago. Yeah. So let's not let's not go back there. And I agree with them. But, you know, there has to be some accountability, some responsibility, some policing, because it is a federally regulated business, that if you're pushing your resources too hard, if you're, in fact, offering a flight schedule that cannot that doesn't have a hope in heck of operating on time uh, and you're going to create delays, you know, the balls on your balls in your court management. And really don't don't look for excuses. Don't look to find somebody else that's going to be you know, held accountable because you decided to fly the airplanes that you're flying in the schedule that you've got, you know, you have to take some accountability, some responsibility for creating that mess in the first place. Yeah. And a lot of them are just trying to catch up with business loss during the pandemic. Um, and and so here we are. What what are you seeing, John, um, as far as big issues still confronting the uh, industry? We got through March break. Seemingly it was uh, sane. Um, but, but are the problems just going to linger? Uh, is this just the new norm? Well, it's going to be around for a while yet. I think, you know, the industry is still short-staffed. I don't care what the airlines saying that we've, we're staffed up to where we're supposed to be. We've lost a lot of experience in this business. You know, for, for people, to, for airlines and for airports to be in a situation like where Vancouver was on December 18th, where you were shut the, you know, you have 60,000 people mm-hmm. sitting in the terminal because there's a snowstorm and the airlines said, oops, we forgot to cancel the flights because we knew the storm was coming, but we didn't do anything about it. And people showed up at the airport. That is mismanagement. That is not acceptable as a behavior. You know, and when you have, you know, Sunwing deciding to fly airplanes over Christmas and they're short 63 pilots and say, oops, I'm sorry, we made a mistake. Uh, that's not acceptable either. So there's a lot of things going on in terms of behavior and, and patterns of behavior in the industry that need to change. 
Yeah. And I don't get the sense it's just this industry. It's like something's changed and um, and uh, everyone's kind of cutting corners to get their their share of it. And uh, wh- whoever wins, I guess, wins. And if you lose, too bad for you. Well, uh, stay tuned, John. I'm sure we'll find – I'm not sure when this bill will get uh, tabled, but I'm sure we'll talk about the uh, loopholes of the loopholes. We'll be back at it. Trust me. There you go. All right, John. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. That's uh, John Gradick uh, joining us. So, again, the announcers are great, but is it a fix? I, I don't know. I don't think it will be. We can hope, though, right? Everything's a hope. <laughs> hope and a prayer these days.